If you've ever felt like you are out of control around food, find that you eat way beyond fullness, or are just scared about eating any of your favorite food like it's your last supper, then this episode is for you. Welcome to the Non-Diet Nutritionist Podcast, the podcast that promises to deliver a refreshing and no-bullshit approach to how we view food, body, and ourselves. I'm your host, Renee Bartlett, clinical nutritionist turned non-diet nutritionist and coach. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, hello, lovely humans, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode. And today I am talking about a very common question I get, which is, why am I overeating? What's wrong with me? I'm out of control around food. All of these questions I have been asked, I would say, by probably every single client I've worked with. And it's a very common question that I get asked just by you know, general people when they find out that I'm a nutritionist and especially working in this um, field. So what I'm going to talk about today is the three main reasons why you lead to overeating. They're really interesting. We often don't think of it, it being something that is causing it. We just take on this as our own fault. You know, there's something wrong with me. I should have more control. I should have more willpower. I just want to let you know right from the get-go, nothing is further from the truth, Um, and I'm going to explain why that is. Um, So today I'm going to talk about two of those specifically and really break it down, and then the third one I'm going to talk about in the next episode. So let's get onto it. Um, Now, the three reasons why overeating happens is biological, rules, and emotions. So I'm going to talk about those now. So biological is essentially not eating enough food. Rules is basically the mental restriction. Um, it's it's basically that leftover dieting mindset, which is very common to be uh, this underlying reason. And then the third one is emotion. So turning to food for comfort. So let's start with biological. So not eating enough food. This is really, really common. And it is often the first thing that I explore with clients before we go into looking at emotions, because we have a very skewed view over what hunger feels like, what fullness feels like, all the thoughts and things that accompany that. Because when we've been dieting for so long, we're used to people telling us certain portion sizes, how much we should or should not be eating how often we should be eating, so on and so forth. And what happens over time is it's not like we don't get the messages from our body anymore. It's just that the volumes turn down a little bit. Our body is still telling us that it's hungry and that it wants to eat, but that volume switch is just a little bit blunted, um, you know, just because we're used to ignoring it. And this is really apparent in people that are quite busy. So maybe uh, you have a hectic job. Maybe you're, you spend most of the morning getting the kids ready. And before you know it, it's, it's lunchtime by the time you really start to notice that you're hungry. And you just naturally assume, oh, I'm someone that doesn't have breakfast or I'm someone that doesn't really eat much food throughout the day. I would say, look, if you're able to just start to learn to tap into your hunger cues and learn to identify what that feels like for you, 
you are probably going to realize you are someone that is hungry through the day. You are someone that is hungry in the morning. It's just over time, you have created a habit of pushing through, of not listening to those hunger cues. Now, for anyone that has been in the military, and I dare say it's probably similar for anyone that's been in emergency services, when you go through basic training, think about your meal timings, so your mess timings. And if it's anything like what I experienced, you are on an extremely tight deadline. And I mean, sometimes you've only got 10 minutes, I'm not even kidding, 10 minutes to get into the mess, line up with everyone else, grab your allocated food, eat the food, get back up and formed up with the rest of your platoon ready to continue your training. Um, Does this resonate with anybody? Um, You know, I'm having to think way back to when I first enlisted, but that can really set the scene for meals where you eat so quickly that you're not actually tuning into whether you're full or not, whether you're still hungry or whether you actually want to even eat that food at all. Now, of course, this is an extreme example Most of us wandering around day to day don't have those kind of, um, you know, enforced time pressures, but think about working in the corporate office or if you're a school teacher or if you have some kind of um, work environment where it's not really conducive to sitting and having a break. Um, Even myself running my own business I have flexibility, but sometimes if I get really in the zone and doing my own thing in my business, I really have to pry myself away and go, wait a minute, it's not because it's the time on the clock that I need to stop, it's because my body's actually telling me. And that's the difference, you know, starting to move away from eating just because the clock says you should and starting to go, well, what is my body actually telling me? So, Uh, Coming back to the overeating side of things, if you aren't eating enough food throughout the day because either you are not hearing your hunger cues or not feeling it and you're ignoring it, or you are somehow just going, I'm not eating the amount of food that maybe my body needs because I'm on a diet or because I feel like that's too much, whatever the reason is, by the end of the day, your body is going to take over. It's going to take control of the situation because over time, if you were to continually not eat throughout the day and continue that through the evenings as well, you're not really setting yourself up for success. Your body is going to be freaking out a little bit here going, hold on a moment. We're not surviving here. We are not doing great. We need to try and get as much food as we can when we can because we need to survive. That is the goal of our body. So this is common. um, This is why it's common, I should say, for people to tend to overeat in the evenings is because that's when things are a little less chaotic. That's when we have access to food in pantries and um, our fridge and that kind of stuff. And it's also that habit of, you know, you're winding down before you go to bed. And so this is when the body goes, right, I got you at a time. I am making you eat. And this is when that habit of not eating throughout the day then becomes a habit of overeating of an, eve- uh, of an evening. And it makes sense, doesn't it? If we aren't eating enough food through the day, either by not eating at all, ignoring our hunger, or eating but not really eating enough food, you know, kind of blocking out the full amount um, of what our body really needs, 
then of course our bodies are going to take over. Of course we're going to end up overeating. Of course we're going to end up wanting to just keep feeding ourselves the food to make up for what we have missed out through the day. And this is involuntary, by the way. We think we can control this, but we simply can't. If you aren't feeding yourself enough food throughout the day, your body is going to take over. And this is why I want to make it really clear that it is absolutely not your fault. This is why you are not out of control around food. It is simply because you may not be eating enough food throughout the day. Okay, so that's reason number one that it could be happening. Reason number two is rules or mental restriction. And it's normal to lose control with eating when food has been restricted because when you tell yourself that you can't have something, you want it even more. And particularly when it comes to something that is essential for our living, hello food, of course you are going to want it. So whether you are on a diet and you are limiting the amount of food or the type of food, or whether mentally you still have some kind of rules that you've attached to what you can and can't eat, that is going to play a role in or, you know, have an effect on how much you end up eating later on the day or in a particular meal, because all of a sudden your brain takes over and says, I want to have this food. I want to use a analogy here to, to explain it. Think about swimming underwater and you're holding your breath for as long as you possibly can, restricting your body of air, which is an essential requirement to live. And you can't quite hold it anymore, anymore. And you come to the surface. What's the first thing that you do when your face breaks through the water? You gasp for air. You take in big, deep breaths to fill your lungs with all the air that you have just deprived yourself for the last 20, 30 seconds, however long it is that you were able to hold your breath. It's the same thing with food. When you restrict something that we absolutely need to survive long enough, all of a sudden we're going to have that gasping effect where, you know, it's not just a little piece of food that we're going to have. You're just going to want it all. And this analogy is a really perfect example of just showing how our body takes over because we had a complete involuntary response to when our face broke through the surface of the water. We didn't take over and go, no, 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 you can't gasp for air and no, you can't, you know, breathe at this particular rate. Our body took control of that to help us survive, to take in what we were just lacking and depriving it of. It's exactly the same when it comes to our food. You deprive long enough mentally or physically and our bodies are going to take over. There's absolutely nothing that we can do. The flip side to this as well is that in line with this rules and the mental restriction thing is that fullness is often something that is demonized or we've been made to feel like it is bad to be full. And some of the reasons for this is dieting or you're seen as eating too much or a fear of weight gain. But I just want to make it really clear here that fullness does not mean being uncomfortable. All fullness simply means is being satisfied that you are no longer hungry. That is it. And when you ignore your hunger and fullness for long enough, then your body takes over and you will binge, you will overeat, and you will get uncomfortably full. 
Avoiding eating what you really want to eat, that satisfaction factor, because of some mental restriction can cause you to rebound and overeat. Okay, so that's the second reason why this can happen. So it's closely linked to the first one, not eating enough, but this is kind of coming more into that dieting messaging and that mental restriction, particularly apparent in people that say, I'm not dieting, but there could often still be this fear of eating to some kind of fullness capacity or eating certain foods that they are a little bit afraid of. Now, the third one is emotion. So turning to food for comfort. And I'm going to talk about this in the next episode, but what I want to leave you with is that before we even delve in and go straight to blaming overeating on emotions, it's really important to rule out the other two. And I've actually found that when we start doing body attunement and coaching clients on their hunger, fullness and satisfaction, which is that body attunement piece, getting them to actually feel what hunger feels like for them, trusting the process in honoring it, and then understanding what fullness feels like for them. Often the emotional side of eating or what they thought was emotional eating ends up stopping. That what they thought was emotional eating was in fact that they weren't eating enough food. So this is why I tackle this at the last kind of um, component when it comes to uncovering some kind of food behavior surrounding overeating. So What do all three of these factors have in common? They are not your fault. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not an addict and you are most certainly not alone. This is the number one thing that I work on with my clients. So much so it is what I do right after doing all the mindset work. In fact, often it's intertwined because it is so common and so important. And it happens because we are disconnected from our bodies thanks to diet culture, thanks to being told what to do rather than listening to our body, thanks to thinking that not having food in the house is the solution. And if you have ever said, I've tried everything, there must be something wrong with me, guaranteed you haven't tried the methods that I take my clients through in intuitive eating. And that process is honoring your hunger, being completely comfortable with fullness and finding foods that satisfy you. That's it. So here is something to think about your thought for the day. When I overeat, my body is doing exactly what it was designed to do. There's absolutely nothing wrong with me. I'll say that again, something to think about is when I overeat, my body is doing exactly what it was designed to do and there's absolutely nothing wrong with me. Okay, I'm going to leave that thought with you, lovely people, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, your evening, whatever it happens to be. And I look forward to chatting to you in the next episode where we're going to explore the third component, the emotional eating side, in a little bit more detail. Okay, see you then. Hey, thanks for tuning into the podcast and you can find me across all social media at The Non-Diet Nutritionist. This is the place to go if you want to join my free email list and get heaps of non-diet nutrition content. Also to learn more about my one-on-one three-month coaching package that I take my clients through to go from confused to confident with their food in a non-diet approach.